0: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. As I move the mic closer, and we are just running yeah. a minute late, but we are here with Sarah Frazier.
1: Hi, David Yantip. Oh my god, I'm obsessively stalking Shane Koff. You know Gina Koff.
0: Shane Kio.
1: Oh, is that how you say it? Kio. Okay.
0: You could say Koff. I Kim, always thought it was Gina You want, you want some Gina? good news? Do you want some good news? Kim yes. D on the Patreon on Saturdays mispronounces things just as much as you do. So <laughs> she calls Jen Shaw Shaw. Jen Shaw. So I'm just like, I'm not being an asshole. I'm just, you know, everyone's gonna know, oh, Sarah mispronounces yeah. Kim mispronounces. I mean, guys. People are dying. Please, Every, you. you know, there's gay clubs being shot up. I mean, can, can we just like save the drama for real life stuff, guys? I know. Um, but thank you all right, for correcting so Shane Keo, I saw that. Is he married? Is that what just happened? Yes, it- he got married. He married. Okay.
1: I is used to think he was he- so hot. Now I'm sort of, mm, meh.
0: Sarah, nah. let me tell you something. What? So many what? of them, so many people age great. And some don't. You know who age? I think you know who gets the award for I think aging the best. Well, Ooh. two people in the housewives world. One, Countess Leanne Delasaps, who's just as gorgeous as ever.
1: Okay. T- go on.
0: And two, she wasn't really so put together in her heyday. Miss Ramona Singer. I mean, this bitch is like she looks better at like 63 than she did when she first started the show. Did you
1: see uh, over the weekend she was I think she's in Florida or something in a leopard dress. And everybody is like, look, we know that Ramona uses a ton of filters, but she's headed to 70 and she's never fucking looked better. I mean, she looked stunning. I mean, Stein. I agree. with I agree with both those Luann. And like what I love about Luann is Luann has aged well being like a hard drinker. You know what I mean? Like that's that is not easy to do. And Luann oh, is God. like, she has aged gracefully, even with like a fifth of vodka. I know. I think she's like semi sober now. Anyway.
0: Yeah, those two. I think Luann fuck. is drinking her frosé and is a hundred percent sober.
1: Oh, well, good. Okay. um, Yeah. Um, Shane, so, those, you know, so
0: those are, so congrats. Shane, he got married. Anything, any highlights?
1: Well, um, he looks great. Um, obviously Gina was there. Gina's two other children. It's so funny. They were like my fan
0: favorites
1: when that, when Gina was on the OC and you know, they were complete spoiled brats. I feel
0: like they were kind of the, like before Brianna and Michael, like, I feel like they were kind of the first breakout kids actually. Right. Like we loved to lust over Shane back in the day.
1: Oh, my God. Shane was so hot. I mean, he's still a very nice looking guy. And
0: I do think that Gina's kids
1: and Vicki Gumbelson's kids, they were sort of, and and even the Osborne kids, they were like on TV before you really knew what being, you know what I mean? Like they were unfiltered. Natural. They acted. Were you a brat in high school, by the way? Because I was kind of bratty. I was bratty. I like mean, I, my
0: parents. I guess bit. you'd have to define brat. <sighs> I mean, no, I think I'm a brat now. Oh really? So so yeah. you were like
1: really good well-behaved kid for your parents when you I were I got in school.
0: yeah, I got straight A's and I studied And, yeah, no, I didn't really become one of the cool kids until later in life when I rebelled against everything and everyone. Now I tell people to fuck off all the time, which I think is because I went to law school. Yeah, I'm going to mention I'm a lawyer again. So whoever doesn't like that. I mean, there's one person I told him to go fuck himself. Um, No, I was really good in high school. I am just a nasty brat now.
1: OK, well, I would have acted probably like Gina Keo's kids did if I had been on camera in high school. I, I I, was kind of bratty and talked back to my parents. And yeah, so but I mean, when they, those kids were on, they were complete shitheads aside from maybe her daughter. Um and nobody really liked them. And then Matt, remember the husband who passed away? I don't know. We're going down memory lane here of OC. But I always loved Gina. I loved Matt. Like, there's something about an MLB player to me. Obviously, Matt Keop sadly passed away. Legendary um, MLB player. And then their kids. Anyway, I have always loved Gina. And why haven't we seen... Why have they not brought Gina back? Does Gina not want to come back? What's up with that?
0: I mean, listen, she did my podcast. I think, was it last year? I do a, and we actually should talk about this. I wonder if I should do this again. I do a, they're really two popular shows. You know, you and I were just saying, what should we do over Christmas? We might, should we do the, I've always put it on Patreon, but now that we move Kim D to Patreon, should you and I do, their very popular shows, Sarah. I do a countdown, just a Bravo people, because that's where everyone's focus is, of sure. the 10 best and the 10 worst behind the scenes interviews of the year. So like you see me in interview. So like if you want to know what happens off look at you, you're I'll like do it you. So you would we, we let's talk. Maybe that week between Chris, that's what we, so we your our shows are usually Thursday, Friday. The Thursday, we always start with the best with the, literally the number one. Last year's number one interview was Carol Raswell from A.
1: Oh my God. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to do that on my own podcast too. I'm going to, I'm not going to do 10. I'm going to do five. I don't have the attention span, but I'm going to do the five best and the five worst. Yes. Even on the Sarah Fraser show. Okay. Tune in. I mean, tune into both. So you take
0: all your TLC, thousand pounders and the brothers who fuck the sisters and you do that. And (laughs) here behind the velvet rope, which will be on your feet also, you're going to be, we're going to do the top 10 to one and then we'll do the worst. Ten, Like, I think I forgot who my worst was last year. Who was it? I think it was like maybe Luke Gulberson was up there. He shoveled snow during it. Listen, guys. You misbehave behind the scenes on the behind the bell. So it's not just what happens on air. It's like the after effect. So, and it's just, it's also what you gave us. So, Carol Raswell was like number one. I don't know who was the worst. Always been on Patreon. Kim D is now occupying Patreon. So, you and I will put it out here for all the people to listen to. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. If you behave badly off camera, you get it. Like, I think the year before, I don't know. I think Jill Zarin was on it, but now Jill and I are good. Love Jill Zaren. Let me make that very clear. We're over. Can that. you
1: even remember who you interviewed this past year? God, I'm trying to think right no, now. No, like, darling.
0: But I sit here, I said, Sarah, we are very professional here. I sit here and I go through every show that it started. And it's not who you interviewed, it's who you aired. So like if I interviewed 13 people today, they're not going to air till next year. It's only what's aired from January 1 to whatever time we record this, we're, we're going to do this. You, you like, like this idea.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. I and love it. I'm, people, I'm trying to even remember who I interviewed. Candy, you and I interviewed Candy Gal this year. So I'll be curious Candy to see where
0: Gal. she ranked. See, and like people, people love the good, but then when it's the second day, when you do the top 10 worst people, that's of course, with this, this, you know, sloppy audience here. And I say that with the best of love. They love when you're like, guess what? Guess what? This is when, when like you text David and you drive David crazy and you're in high maintenance, then it's all coming out guys on the end of the year show. So behave behind the scenes. And it's so bad because I have a major bridge I burned with a major publicist over a Bravo celebrity, which it's not going to air till next. It's I I couldn't help it. I think I told you about this. The person wanted like 17 edits and it's just the, the bridge just burns and we're not editing and you guys are going to eat this shit up when it comes out. Oh anyway. God, wait. Okay, all right. Okay. So we're doing that. So everyone okay. get ready. We're doing it. Sarah, we're going gonna- <sighs> to- down and you will criticize and you could ask questions 10 best and 10 worst we'll figure out when we're going to record that and when it's going to air but it's going to air yeah. the last week of the year probably yeah. okay Love it. moving on. on oh i was in we'll get back i was in florida at our basil at our Basel, however you want to say it I was there all last week. Remember, I was in Miami, I told you, and That's I had, like, a breakdown.
1: Right. Wait, wait, wait. And what happens at Art Basel? Is it just, um? it's, like, different art installations, it, like, art parties, right? Kind Well, of first of all, too. you
0: can, like, I saw two pieces I want. Like, you look at art, like, there's art for sale. Like, there's art. So, I actually... I bought my God knows what I bought a new apartment in New York. I knows when it's going to be ready. I'm going to show it off like Melissa Gorga showed off her home. Not as much, not for a whole week, just for a day or two, because it's going to be gorgeous. At this point, don't expect it anytime soon. 2024 is when they think it's going to be ready. It's in a hotel. We'll get into all that some other time in life, guys. Um, for everyone who thinks I talk about myself all the time, you guys know nothing about me. I, I really share nothing. So for all you people that think I talk about myself too, which actually it's split because someone slipped into my DMs and is like, please tell us more about you. I'm like, really? Uh, there's Wait, other people- who?
1: Did somebody recently leave you a comment with somebody like you talk about yourself all the time?
0: Yeah, and by the way, this is the other thing I forgot to tell you. They left so now they left a comment that they also left it in the reviews. I forgot to tell you I stopped reading. I don't read reviews anymore. I forgot to tell you.
1: Oh, you you stopped? Why? I read. I
0: okay, so I read I don't read the reviews because if I say that, because I try to be authentic, if I say that it's only about the business to me, I think reading the comments is business. It's like engagement, let's grow the numbers. You know, there's that stupid alg- algorithm. And by the way, the Instagram algorithm, there's nothing worse in the world. Um, so I feel like I'll read comments. Why am I reading reviews? Like it's not tied to a business. Like I'm not going to change. You can leave me the worst review. Go, go write something horrible with a one star. I'm not going to stop whatever you're asking me to stop. So, for everyone who's leaving great reviews, thank you. For everyone who's leaving bad reviews, you're wasting your time because I'm never going to see them. It's just like it's. I I stopped like a month ago. I forgot to tell you, and it's like okay. I just got a really funny like. If you leave a if you leave a nasty comment, I'll get it. If you leave a nasty review on iTunes knock yourself out. Write me up one. I will not get, I'm telling you, I swear to God, I stopped like a month ago checking them. The negative Um, ones are my favorite. I love them so much. Someone left you two stars. What did they say?
1: They wrote, repeat much. I followed Sarah from Behind the Velvet Rope with David Yantip. I love them together. I'm listening to today's podcast and not for the first time. I'm halfway through and I've realized that they aired this earlier. Like it's fine, but please reveal it's the same content. He's not even listening in the credits, and David is leading the show. This is too much.
0: I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, You know, the holidays could be such a stressful time, especially for relationships, especially for new relationships. How many of you guys are meeting like your significant other's family for the first time this season? Oh my God, don't even get me started. Well, listen, I have help for you guys, and it's called Paired. It's a relationship app for couples. It's perfect if you've been dating for years and years, or you're just recently seeing someone. Here's how it works you and your partner download the app, pair together. And everyday paired gives you questions and quizzes and games to have fun, stay connected, and it really helps deepen your conversations. You can find out so much about your partner through paired. It's simple, it's hilarious, and it's really addicting. I can't get off my paired app. I spend way too many hours a day on this thing. So listen, whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using paired. Head to paired.com slash velvet to get a seven day free trial and 20% off if you sign up for a subscription just head to pairedcom com slash velvet to sign up today connect with your partner every day using paired happier relationship starts here you and i recording a show and sharing it on both is the smartest thing we ever it's i it's i love it talk about bang for your buck
1: we've been doing this for a year. So for the, for for a while, I used to just write you in all of them. Now I've gotten so fucking lazy. I do whatever you want. I just share them on the Instagram because I adore you. And I try to give you credit. So people constantly know that we're working together, but then I get lazy in the write-ups. I forget to put your name. And obviously this person, two stars, they're very bothered by that. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank (laughs) you for whoever's asking for my shout out. Do whatever you want. Love you. Um, but so what was same. my point with that? My point was, I don't check reviews, but the, oh, so the art, so you were on at the in Art, art.
1: You're, you're down at Art Basel, and who have you seen there? Because I got text messages from you that you'd seen housewives, I know that the food god was there, Kim Crashes. Kardashian was there. So give me the scoop. Who was in Miami?
0: Madonna. By the way, every housewife is on the same diet that I'm on, which also I had a hater say like, how how dare I be on this diet? Like, it's disgraceful. I'm like, I told this person to go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> like, and I don't mean like, I mean, I ran into people and I'm like, you look like you lost weight. They're like, you look like you lost weight. And then we compare notes and everyone's, it's literally um like Meredith Marks was there. Madonna. What other? There was. There were a lot of housewives. I'm trying. Isn't that horrible?
1: The women from Miami must have been there, right? Was Lisa there? What was Alexia? Alexia
0: and Adriana were there. Okay. No, Larsa, I believe, was away. I have some Miami housewives coming up in person. I sat with them. I mean, we went to the, the actual studio and we recorded. Um, I'm trying to. There wasn't really that much housewife drama. Meredith was looking great. The Kardash- so it's like, and so it's that, and it's like a lot of parties too. Like we went out to dinner at Swan and like the Kardashians were there. So it's just a lot of the best exhibit for me was like Madonna's sex book turned 30. So there was a whole, like, wow. they took the pictures in the book and they did an art installation and you couldn't take pictures, but it's online. Like, so Madonna was there and like, you know, wow. It was I just, hate. listen, it was like a great week, but it was a horrible week because I literally, it's one of my worst work weeks I've had in a long time. I had 10 interviews and they were really like going to a studio and sitting, and sitting with these housewives. You have to travel to the studio, book the studio. You think the housewives are on time? So it's like, I always book extra studio time. It's like, it's just a nightmare. And then Bravo wants to know what's going It's like, there's a lot of steps. So it was a great week. I am so happy to be home in freezing fucking Connecticut. I mean, in New York, and then I'm doing too many things once, and then I'm coming to L.A. and then I'm going back to Miami, so I'm going to see you soon. Um, no speaking of L.A., um, Erica Jane Tax Board
1: Miss Girardi. You know, I was thinking after I read this story, I thought, you know, she's never going to get out of financial ruin. I don't know. I <laughs> mean, she really. I mean, I go back to I hope the rumors are true that she's fucking Scooter Braun and, and maybe moving in with him in his beautiful, you know, thirty five million dollar home in Brentwood. She you, there's two huge tax bills out by the IRS to Tom and Erica and really. I don't know. I don't know at this point what Erica knows, what she doesn't know. You guys all know that listen to this collaboration with David and me. I'm a huge Erica Jane fan. I don't believe she did know. I don't think she questioned where the money was. Maybe she thought it was ridiculous, but Tom was already Aaron Brockovich attorney at the time that she met him. I just don't think you question where the cash comes from. You just keep doing it and you're hot. And you probably know he's fucking people on the side, but hey, honey, we've got two jets, you know? So... But this isn't good. I mean, she's been, ta- she. there was a tax lien out of over $2 million beginning of the year. She and her attorney slash, uh, she and her business manager slash accountant said earlier this year in court that they could, she could not pay it. Now they're shocker. basically- Shocker. Shocker. The IRS is basically saying, okay, we've given you a year. Cause you know, if you've ever been audited or whatever, I mean, they're relentless. Like they, they're going to get their money. They're going to get a response from you like, the IRS is the last, you don't want them. So anyway, they're basically back at her. And not only that, but they're saying, um, hello, you guys, we've done, we're doing audits on everything that Tom owes. Now they're saying Tom Girardi owes and Erica, because they were married as a couple, now owe $4 million in back taxes in addition to the 2.2. 2. So I don't know. You're the attorney. I don't know who pays this. I mean, Tom has Tom filed for bankruptcy? And does bankruptcy eliminate your tax? No, tax? no.
0: Okay. That's the whole thing. That's what I've been trying to say to people. Like even when I had Emily Baker, who is fucking phenomenal on this podcast, I am a lawyer. She's a real lawyer. This is what she does. You know, I stand by I don't think Erica will ever be found guilty or there's there's no criminal that's it we're over it's over there's no criminal charges coming against Erica she's fine sorry to break it to everyone she ain't going to no jail um she's got a lot of financial problems and like regardless of bankruptcy you know the IRS don't go away. It's not. You cannot declare bankruptcy and get out of taxes. You know, look, get out of your taxes ever. Never. The IRX will. The IRS will work with you. They'll put you on a payment plan. She's making a million dollars from housewives. You know, five hundred thousand is going to us or seven, whatever it is. But I mean, the woman is working to pay. I mean, and then I guess we could get into you know, like, is she like living a pious enough life. I mean, you know, driving the Range Rover and all that and the Glen but I mean, that's a whole nother thing. They but regardless- The document goes on to reveal difference?
1: that Erica and Tom have been found um, liable. And now they're looking at, apparently the IRS is looking to to take back even more personal belongings and other property to pay for the debt. Further interest in right. fee will accu- occur, um, accrue, sorry, at the rate, prescribed by law until paid the franchise tax board of California compiled with all the provisions of part 10 blah 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 division tax code determining and assessing the tax they said amounts are due and payable and have not been paid said lien attaches to all property and rights for such property now owned.
0: And that's why if I were Erica's lawyers, not only would I advise her, don't, you know, mention victims or anything because it could like show guilt. I would also say that, you know, this is a whole part of why Erica is not in a way probably helping victims. You know, it's more like as a lawyer, look, the lawyer doesn't give a shit about the victims at all. I'm sorry. The lawyer gives a shit about Erica. That's their fiduciary duty. That's their, that's their ethical duty. Sorry, maybe not for that That's 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 their duty. Yeah, Sorry. sure. Yeah. So, because uh, I'm reading this article at the same time. But I mean, that, so the point is like, you have to say to your client, like you can't be giving away any money for anything because girl, you need it all. They're coming after you. And, you know, again, I'm not crying a river for Erica. I'm just saying like, she has financial, I don't think she has criminal problems i don't think she ever will that's my opinion um i she has real financial problems like you say go find it i say go find the scooter brawn and also don't fucking piss rena off piss off kyle do not piss off diana don't do it girl that's your ticket you're gonna
1: live with Diana you You better I mean you better be doing a collab with Asher I mean get on his fucking piano what about that do a collab come out with a goddamn album let him pat the puss whatever it takes sis I mean I do wonder what's going on in her inner circle because on in addition to this again this is reality blurb blurb so I'm not sure You know, I'm assuming this is accurate because they are citing legal documents, but they say she owes four million as well. She and Tom. I don't. I mean, it's just this is getting overwhelming. Like, when will it end? Plus, your lawyer fees. I just. I'm like,
0: I don't know. So right, so that's where it's like you know, yeah, like her life is is better in a sense than it was to yours. But this girl has major. So that's where it's like, right. Like if you didn't know any of this and you were just married and now you're inheriting this mess, there's a whole other side. And that's where, yeah, you have a moment of like compassion. I I see your side. Listen, Kim D is right there with you. She is all about being an Erica fan. And I'm like, maybe not as pro as you guys, but I'm not. And I I see the side of it. I do. I I also don't think she knew. I, I, I agree with you. So.
1: And then yeah. it's like, um, I feel like, it's what, a woman who know, now has
0: to keep her head down. And, you know, it's to me, I still think her delivery is horrible, but you can't worry about victims or anyone when your life is just, you have to worry about yourself. I think mean, you do. And it's so easy for people to say that when you're the one who's literally your life is ruined because of some man, you, you got to figure out how to live your own life. And then you could worry about everyone else. But I don't think she's anywhere near having it all figured out. Granted, we see her patting the puss, like you said, on the TV, and we can't feel that sorry for you. But look, even if Beverly Hills starts filming in January, it's still, if your million dollars is supposed to be deposited in like October, and now it's not deposited for, it's still six months of making like zero from that source. It's a big difference. It's half a year that your money's not coming.
1: she's got to be having, she has to have no money. I mean, she has to have no money. My thing this past season with Erica, I felt, and I thought she had a really vulnerable moment where she almost cried, but then Andy just moved on at the reunion. I mean, I, I got Erica that she's basically saying, guys, I am a victim too. Yet you all don't fucking care. All you're worried about is like that I'm not crying for the um, victims. And she's like, why aren't you guys crying for me? I, I, And by the way, man, I I thought this man—I would have done anything for this. And I do think she genuinely loves Tom. Like, even though Tom is scum of the earth, you know. I mean, Tom made her dreams come true, even though he was robbing people to do it. Um, So I don't know. I get Erica. I just I feel so bad for her. I just don't know how you come out of this because I'm trying to even think like, are we going to see her maybe selling like? endorsements, like, could you and I, like, buy an endorsement package, and she p- promotes this podcast, I mean, I don't know, you know, is it gonna get there, I'll like, I mean, what's she gonna do to make money, I-, I just think, you ain't going on tour, tour costs a lot of
0: money, go on a stripped down tour, because I'll I'll come, but I mean, yeah. I told you, and we don't need to rehash it, I, I saw that pretty mess shit, and it was, it was, oh my god, I literally, Amazing. this is before this, I stood there, before this before this whole thing with tom and all i thought was like this this high maintenance bitch is driving is bleeding this 80 year old man dry because this is expensive that is i remember thinking that like holy shit you're not making money from this it was like they were in these small venues it was like how much are you making i mean i've done live podcasts i mean let me tell you guys it ain't that much money when it's all said and done um But I agree with you, and I think she has real financial issues now. Now, moving along to, well, keeping it on uh, Beverly Hills for a minute, I don't know if you saw, like, Mauricio was on Watch What Happens, and he says the rudest Bravo Liberty ever. Listen, I also think that he couldn't really think of an answer right away. So he couldn't really think. He says, a shocker, Lisa Vanderpump. I'm not sure. I just think, you know, he didn't really – I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't think that because of this whole thing. I think, you know, Mauricio went to – Okay, whatever. And he said that he um, immediately apologized to Garcelle after he realized that they were laughing. Not really much there, but Mo is getting students impressed because of buying Beverly Hills. I wonder if Kyle is just, I mean, there's no way, and Kyle has even said this, but like, she has to have just been like, oh, I don't want you to do this show. I mean, she says it. Do you guys know that the holidays are the busiest and most stressful time of the year? Well, this year, I'm calm and cool and collected thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry right from the comfort of my phone. I can reach out to my provider anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, there's a lot of family involved during the holiday season. Well, listen, with Talkspace, I'm able to talk out all my family issues. There's no more need to commute to appointments and miss time at work and line up and wait. It's right from the comfort of your own home or phone from wherever you are. It's mental health care made easy. You just easily sign up online and you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you. And you don't have to wait for that. That usually happens within 48 hours. As a listener behind the velvet rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com. velvet To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Slash Velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's right, Talkspace.com/slash Velvet. Tis the season. We are in the thick of it, guys. Are you guys having fun this holiday season? Well, I am because everyone's getting a gift from Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon's really the only brand that I wear. Their ABC Slim Fit Pant for men. Oh my God! It's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely. They're so versatile. You could wear them to work out. You can wear them to like a fancy event, a business meeting. And you know what? All the women in my life are getting lululemon all these housewives that we talk about all day you guys know i'm friends with a lot of them they're all getting lululemon now listen i'm not going to get them workout pants or or anything like that because i can't be guessing everyone's size i can make a lot of faux pas that way right but lululemon has so many great accessories so all these housewives i'm going to choose between the women's socks yoga mats water bottles scarves keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So, for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals too. Enjoy, have a great holiday. Lululemon.com. It's a business show. I told you, I watched it. It was phenomenal. I loved Why? it. But between just knowing how, I mean, her and Farah and, and Alexia, like, you know, the media interviews it's just like you're in the public it changes things so in you're not coming on behind the velvet rope for to to file your nails it ain't gonna end well like that's how all the media is like I think how's just like I know how to play the game and you guys have to learn for yourself I mean she's even said she didn't really want them to do the show I I don't blame her I honestly don't blame her
1: oh interesting okay
0: I'm knowing like you know (laughs) every shit you take every time you wipe your fucking nose every time you know you piss incorrectly someone's gonna be there to tell you all the things they hate about you and how you're you know this and that i mean also by the way we've also got a lot of angry people lately with us like are you gonna speak about balenciaga more i'm like first of all we spoke about it i mean if you don't listen to this and every word we say i can't like I can't Did help Did we speak
1: you. about it? I forget. Like, I've, like, the memory. I memories. spoke about
0: it with, I spoke about it on Patreon with Kim D. You know, and I really do confuse you and Kim because, like, there's just so much. We talk about New Jersey nonstop with Kim. So, it's like, I know you and I do light on Jersey, although we could talk about it. But, I don't know. I thought we, t- maybe it was all on Patreon with Kim. I thought we talked about it. I mean... I don't, I don't know can. where we are. And it's so funny. I took a picture of a girl at, our, at in Miami who had a huge <laughs> Balenciaga. I did not take her face, but I'm like, apparently not everyone is like up on the like and not wearing it. I mean, I don't know what. It's
1: very dark. I mean, I'll just say, you know, it's very, very dark. Um. And to me, there's just so many levels of failure on this like thing, you know, because obviously these kids are, are holding these bondage backpacks basically with like wine glasses around them. And then in one picture, there's this court ruling about child pornography papers. That's, that's the thing I find dark. the most, I find too. that the
0: most shocking.
1: I do too. Now, you know, sadly, kids have been exploited. You know, if you think about it, you go back to the Calvin Klein was notorious for this, you know. Kate Moss, Kate Moss was 17 in a Mark Wahlberg Brooke line. Brooke Shields was 15 when she did that ad where she basically said, nothing comes between me and my Calvins, you know, insinuating she's not wearing underwear. She's right. You know, I mean, this is like a 15 year old girl. You know, I mean, brands have been in trouble over this stuff before. I find it gross because I think there's so many things you can do. And Balenciaga, I loved what they were doing, their kind of look. And they, you know, they obviously paid Kim millions to outfit her. I think the scary part is too, I don't know if you've paid attention to this very bizarre designer that they had this woman that was kind of running it. That's really Here's my thing too. And this is why, like, I like fashion and art, but some of the people in that world are so fucking weird. And I think that they almost like feel like they gotta be weird. And then they just let themselves get weirder because, you know, it's like in that world, the otter you are like, the more people like you, though, who's the woman? She's like a Russian designer that was head of Balenciaga. Her Instagram is now private or shut down. The images on there were very fucking strange. Kids like in all blackout bondage outfits or blood. I mean, she's sick. That's or, where it you know, gets those... really
0: strange and dark and. and-
1: I don't think she's been fired yet. I don't, again, I don't know. I don't work with these people. I have no idea. Maybe she's the sanest person, but she does these shocking images to just, I don't know what she's like in real life as a stranger looking in. You're like, this is sadistic. And they got something weird going on with kids. Like this is very strange. I wouldn't buy them. I don't own anything. Balenciaga. I'm glad to hear Kim K. Isn't moving forward with them. Um, And I think Kim did it well. You know, people were like, why isn't she saying anything? Why isn't she immediately saying anything? You know, guys, in every situation, like, let's give it a couple days to gather the facts. Like, she's worked with this brand for a long time. So I'm sure she called them. You know, she has a rapport with them. They've probably been very good to her. They're like, all right, what's, you know, she's like, what's going on? What's your stress? You know, you got to, like, give her a minute to get stuff together. I don't know, you know, who thought she was, like, saying, oh, this is great, them exploiting kids. No one, not one person Everybody thinks it's fucked up.
0: I just, it's totally fucked up. I just wonder, look, I mean, there is a housewife that said to me, I'm not, re- I will not reveal who, um, in Miami, like, and listen, I, I, I'm not, like, what do she's like, I don't understand what to do. Do I throw it all out? Like, do I, I mean, I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, ugh. It's what do you do if you're the average person? Like, it's it, to me, it's easy to say if you're Kim K or like Nicole Kidman was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listen, Kim Kardashian can doesn't need anything. She has billions. What do you do if you're the average person? And you're just like, let's all be honest with ourselves for a minute. That's Here, not,
1: I own Balenciaga two, stuff. Two things, would... two
0: things get to be true. It's It's horrible. And now you have a closet worth, you know, a hundred thousand dollars of Balenciaga stuff, and you can't give it to the real real. You can't give it to all these up. They're not taking it probably now. So what do you do? And you like it? Do you throw it out? Now I would wear it. Oh, David, you're so horrible. Really, guys, take a minute. Really have a, a minute with yourselves. Two things get to be true. I I don't know what you do. It's horrible, but now what do you do? Do you not want to wear it anymore? No, I, I would know. wear
1: the sweatshirt. I wanted a Balenciaga sweatshirt. And if I owned one, I would wear it. You and then would I would, tack a, I would tack an asterisk sign on the back that said, fuck these pedo designers, but I paid a grand for this.
0: There you go. It. Well, maybe like, I maybe... would,
1: I would rock that sign. I would like, you know, what are you going to do? You've spent a hundred grand. You're going to leave it in your closet. No, you're going to wear it. And I'd put a sign on myself Asterisks. Yeah. Have fun with it. Well, I don't want to say have fun with it along with what they're doing with kids. They're really fucked up. And I mean, it's like, now did you see they were suing the the advertising company? Now they've dropped their lawsuit. I saw that. I
0: saw they dropped it. The the worst, the worst, somehow the worst part of it. Yes, that woman's crazy too. Like that instrument. But I found the worst thing to be. It's like, they asked Madonna, like Madonna released like her 15, like her biggest hits like over the summer. And someone's like, you know, do you, it was like remixes and someone's like, do you like sign off because it's Madonna. Like you can remix the song without the person being 100% involved. There was 50 of them. They're like, are you in, like, weren't you involved in all these remixes? She's like, have you met me? That's where it's like uh, for Balenciaga, there was a point where they were claiming like, we didn't really see all the the pencils and documents that were being put on the table. That's where I call bullshit. Like if you're, there's someone's job who's the art director for this, who's in charge of, you know, every lamp and in, in, in a campaign, right? So you can't, because they were saying like, we didn't know that that document had that type. Of... I believe
1: that though. Do you me think do? You know you're I zooming know. in? You think you're really know. zooming in on what that document is? I think you're thinking, ah, oh, that's basically stock shit. I
0: don't. That I don't know. If it were me, I think I would know. I wouldn't like. It w- I would just say like, what is this? And I would I would probably know. Yeah, I I, I think I would know. And then like when Kim and I were talking about it on Patreon, Kim's like, can they bounce back? She's like, there's almost anything else they could have done. Look, we've seen a million people bounce back from everything. There's nobody canceled. I don't know when it's children, It's, it's a whole different thing. You know, all the angry people on my Instagram saying like, you know are you going to hold these housewives accountable no i'm not actually that's not my fucking job Write to to whoever you think is wearing balenciaga I can tell you this, they're still coming on my podcast, whoever wants to wear it. I'm going to interview them. I'm not holding people accountable and I'm not angry. I'm going to deal with my own personal feelings that I think it's disgusting and I'm going to move on. So, I mean, I know I'm not going to reach out to all my housewife friends and say, shame on you. You're a disgusting fucking pig next and, and spend my day doing that. I'm not. You can do that. You can leave me nasty comments. Don't leave a nasty review. I'll never read it could leave a nasty review. I just won't get to it. But no, I'm not going to. Someone wants me to reach out to all the housewives and personally hold them accountable. Um, call Andy Cohn. He's the one making $50 million a year off of that. Anything else on this subject before we move on?
1: No, it's just sad. It's disgusting and it's sad. And there's so much exploitation of children around the world. And I just don't know why you have to do it. There's so much fucking weird shit you can do with adults. And I think we see it in Hollywood enough. It's like, Why'd you have to do this? It I mean, just... what
0: more can we say other than we? It's like we're. It's not okay. Silence is is complicity, according to Lisa Rinna. I agree. I don't know what else now we're supposed to say. Like, I. Don't... <laughs> And what and what was Lisa? I'm reading Lisa Rinna's. Thing. Well,
1: Lisa Rinna, people people want Lisa Renna to speak about it, and um, and this is the dumb part about social media is everybody goes, you you, you need to speak about it, you need to speak about. It's like, what the fuck does Lee I don't know. Maybe is Lisa Renna been a sponsored Balenciaga
0: person, or she's just bought Balenciaga? I think she's bought it along with a thousand. Like I don't associate her with exactly. Balenciaga.
1: So she's like, look, I think it's disgusting, but I'm also going to speak on Kanye West going on Alex Jones right. promoting anti-Semitism. You know, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm more important. I'm, I'm more interested in talking about that, which it's like everybody has the right to comment on whatever the fuck they want, you know?
0: And then when um, she says that, I mean, I this is a little strange. When she says that, they refer to her and Harry's um, costume. You know, her and Harry, I don't know what they were again, but they had, Harry had a swastika way back. It's from the past. I don't know when yes. it is.
1: Yes, I know. That's the type
0: of stuff that to me is strange. Like that to me is strange because Mm -hmm. now you're like an indie. It's like, it's just like what we were talking about with Lizzie Savetsky. Like if her husband did use the full N word, that's like, what are you thinking? That's, it's. I do go back to that with, with Harry and Lisa, like, I don't know what year it was, but still who cares what year it was? Like, what made you say, this is my costume and then to actually wear the swastika, I, I, you know, it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm Jewish and it's just, it's, it's, I'm not like I I'm over it. Cause I get over everything, but it's, that to me is very strange.
1: Well, that was like 20, it was 20 years ago. Right. I think, you know, but to still. me,
0: we're in a different I, time now, and people yeah. didn't know back then.
1: I say, you know, it's like before 2010 and after 2010. I just think starting in 2010, with the rise of the internet and really knowing how different people and different cultures feel, I think people now are more aware of, like, oh, shit, you know, like wearing an Indian headdress is, you know, very offensive to. Again, before 2010 at Halloween, how many times did you see that costume? I saw it. A- I mean, I used to see it a lot in college. People would, you know, Men, women, everybody seemed to and and I think Harry probably being an actor and you know, I don't know who he was trying to be, some rocker psych motorcycle biker ganger. You know, so you think, oh, I mean, Prince Harry were a swastika, you know, in Vegas. I mean, people sort of do it as this like I, I think like joke, but it's not a joke. Because we know that this just fires up these
0: weird, you know, hating people that well, are out like, there. if you think about it, like before we move on, Calvin Klein, like today, there's no designer that would take a 15 year old and say, like, nothing comes between me and my Calvins, you know? Oh, and or did you see 17 year old and- Kate Moss
1: and, and Mark Wahlberg's holding her tits? Remember that topless photo? I mean, you would never have a 17 year old on set nude uh, with a man who was over the age of 18. I mean, but you know, again, Before 2010, people didn't, it was like pushing the envelope. People didn't think about that. But I think, thank God, the rise of the internet and seeing these fucking pedophiles and these shows like to Catch a Predator, I think have exposed like how disgusting and how like these sick fuckers are so fired up by these awful images. I just think you have to be more careful now. And it's like, there's so much you can do to be outrageous with adults. And also and not who even me.
0: who even wants to be outrageous. Anyway, that's you my problem. That's my problem at the start t- of the show. That would be like so controversial. We can do and that. That's my problem. And when, you know, I say that I that I think all most of the other Bravo podcasts suck. And I'll say it again. I do not Kelly and Rick, not Dana, our good friend. Um, not like up and Adam is being great and giving us shout outs. There's definitely okay. those are three good exceptions. Um. <laughs> and you said uh, it's it's uh, that's the problem. I think it's when these people try too hard. It's the trying to be outrageous and trying to have your sound bite and oh my god, I'm going to be so dramatic. And I discover I, that is the shit that I hate. I mean, Kelly Dodd is not trying to be outrageous and shocking. This is really Kelly Dodd, guys. Um,
1: By the way, now here, I just, I just,
0: three, three podcasts that I'm okay with. Okay. Kelly and up and Adam has been good to us. And Dana, our friend, Dana, there you go. Is there any others? I don't think so. Um,
1: no, but I did while well, you're on the topic of oh, and Carlos. I, I
0: love my Carlos and I love my Emily Baker. Okay, go on. Oh, and then yeah. I want to talk about, can we talk while you look for that? Can we talk about Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill yes, has the, 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 the like, quickest divorce in the history of divorce?
1: The only thing I'll say is Kelly Dodd had an interesting post yesterday. Remember the home that was featured on the OC that she lived in with her ex-husband. She brought up the Zillow um, screenshot that it's now Zillow estimated at 7.3 million. And she says, I'm sick that the house that I built is now worth this much, but I'm happy. I have my husband and my daughter and we are happy. So basically insinuating, did her ex get this home in the divorce? He must have, right? He
0: must have. It's so funny. I was on the phone with, um, I mean, I could say this. I was on the phone with Patty Stanger when I guess she got that Zillow from Kelly or someone sent it to her. And I was like, oh, so I guess Kelly is said to get to her 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 friends. Um, That's not revealing too much, Patty, about our phone call. Um, th- Her husband must have got it. Yeah, sure. So I get it are you okay kelly because i mean why post it then i mean i know well, you love your husband and your daughter and be happy for those things girl nice. and she has yeah. a great rental house kelly she fixed she fixed it up you know when she started fixing she has something in palm springs she could go rent kelly dodd's palm springs house um yeah. there you go kelly you don't even have to pay me when you get your next re- re- renter off of vrbo um but it actually looks really nice um cynthia how, I don't understand. Cynthia Bailey said, the re- I guess in the court documents, when you cite the reason for divorce, she cited, I guess, irreconcilable differences or whatever, but it made reference to the fact that Mike Hill cheated and then he denied it and now she's taken it back. Is that true? Is that how that all played out?
1: Yes. Wait, yes. It's very- um,
0: It was in the court documents.
1: It, yeah, this is a very confusing one. Um. So this- I'm I'm curious like what you think is going down here, but initially there was some sort of court filing that became public that Cynthia Bailey alleged that um, Mike cheated on her. Then they both came out very publicly and said, Nope, we're still best friends. That's not true. We're going through the court. We're going to have that scratch. That was a complete misprint. But then how I understand it from the New York post and everything is no, like it's, um,
0: Oh, my gosh, it's in the court documents. Yes. I mean, it's in the court. I mean, listen, I think publicly they're still standing by their stories that it's not. The problem is when you put things in a court document, they're usually true. I mean, it's in the court document. You know, and so Cynthia is saying, you know, I have love and respect. Mike is saying, I have love and respect for Cynthia, as you heard in her own words, which is her statement. There was never a time in our marriage, any inappropriate or adulterous relationships. Our marriage didn't work. We meant the best. Everything you just said, everything you just said. Cynthia says, I've never accused him of adulterous actions. Yes, in the court documents, it says, do, 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 do. I'm just reading the actual words it said not only did it say adultery and cheating it's there they've actually moved to seal the records so although while cynthia and her attorney both yes. did not they deny the cheating yes. claims there's a set of a motion to seal the documents seemingly attempting to hide these claims i mean listen i've had cynthia and mike hill this is where i'm like i've both on my podcast even right before this happens <laughs> they both profess their love I tend to think anything that's in a court document is true. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like lawyers argue things I mean, you can argue why your clients this or that, but when you set state facts, I mean, it's almost like you don't have to, it's like, there's no, it wasn't needed for a divorce. You don't have to approve adultery to get a divorce. Right. So you can get right. a divorce. So why would you put that in there if it didn't happen? That's just, that's my opinion. I think they're both lovely. I absolutely, I had Mike Hill on here twice. I had Cynthia on here twice. I think they are both lovely. I have no shade, no horse in the race. I absolutely love them both. I would never think that he would have cheated except for this statement. Why is it in a court document?
1: Um, I, You know, did you really think they were that compatible? You, you, When you had them on, did you you think that they, see, I, I, I love no. Cynthia Bailey, but to me, Cynthia Bailey's a woman that should never be married. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And again, I'm seeing the edit of her on TV, but I think you know. Oh my God! I mean, that woman is. No one's had cold feet. No one's been a runaway bride more than she has. Um, and she, she is was Mike her third marriage?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, You know, I mean, they didn't even last a year. You know, I mean, to me, I I don't know. I just I never thought they were that compatible. He never seemed that into her. I mean, he seemed into her, but I don't know. And to me, these relationships, aren't they exhausting? You introduce these people to your friends, your family. They all hang out, your kids. And then a year later, it's like, kaput. And it's kind
0: of like, to me, did they do it for the TV show to have the wedding No, I think they really, listen, I like, they both, listen, I didn't have them on together. I've had them on each like twice and twice. You know, I think they protested too much about how everything's fine. Look, I think they have, I think, I agree. I think they have great respect for each other. I think they're just in love, but they're not in love. You know what I mean? Like, I think they love each other as friends. A lot of people that I don't see it. Um, you're asking me about relationships being exhausting. I mean, I'm as single as fuck. And like, yeah, I know you're preaching to the choir. I don't understand them. And the more you post that shit on Instagram about how in love you are and shit. Bullshit. You're miserable.
1: I know. So and that's I, not
0: directed towards that. It's directed. towards. No, look at wrestling. Tom
1: Brady and Giselle, Tom Brady and Giselle for years, every single birthday, every single anniversary, every kid's birthday, they were always proclaiming how in love, how in love. And now they're toast. I mean, so you know- I'm
0: not, I'm not shocked again, like Eric I'm and Tom shocked. shocked me when that was announced. And then we have scandals that shot. I mean, I, when's the last time I was shocked? Am I shocked that the Chrisleys are guilty and that all this happened to them? No, they remind me of like Jerry Falwell. in a lot of sense is like, I mean, I'm trying know, to think Aren't of-
1: they driving you nuts with the with the Christian stuff? They are very Jerry Falwell. It's like driving me insane. They, they just did their podcast and they were saying how God's got a plan. God. How about, you know, I'm sure God gave you a signal of right and fucking wrong five years ago. You think, what do you think? We're dumb. Like at this point, it's so stupid when I have faith. I love having faith. What do you believe in the universe or Buddha, whoever you believe in? I think we're all p- praying to the same person just in a different form. I love spirituality, but this bullshit that they parade out about their Christianity values, it's like, hello, fuckers, when you are lying to the bank and bribing, you know, and and putting the heat on people, I mean, fuck off. Like, is anyone going to call bullshit? You have, you have. But I mean, I can't stand to listen to their podcast where they go on about Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, okay, you
0: fuckers. It's very Mary Cosby in the beginning of like, you know, God feels this and, and then there's that hot mic moment of like, you know, fuck these people. This is the cheapest fucking congregation in the world. And wait a second, where is, oh my God, my Dior is on the floor. How dare you have my Dior bag on the floor? Is God right? Is God telling you that you're that you are a disciple and you deserve these things more than the next person? Now
1: look, we're all sinners. We are all sinners, right? We're all trying to just be a little bit better every day. But I mean, come on. There's some big, people know right from wrong. You know, when you're taking money from someone else or lying on paper for money you do not have, you know what you're doing. That that isn't
0: Christ showing you the way. And by the way, I also would like to apologize. I think I I apologize to Dari and PK on Patreon when I, you know, for something I said in the past about them Mm -hmm. being the next two that are gonna be, you know, a big scandal. And I said, I take that back. I'm saying it's Melissa and Joe. I also, which we're gonna have to talk about some other time, Sarah. I I, I
1: want to because Melissa, I mean, uh, Teresa just did a great interview revealing more about their relationship and Melissa and Joe's marriage when they first got together. It was a good it was a good interview. I
0: saw and she says like that she never called her. But I also just want to Uh, apologize to i think i need to apologize to our our favorite dmv girls in the potomac i mean it's a it's a there's a lot going on jesus you you know what we have to talk about next time this big fight between wendy osefo's mother and mia
1: i haven't even read about that what
0: because you remember the whole water uh, the whole water thing and like the whole thing that happened on uh, Wendy Osefo's mother has chimed in and has read Mia for I thought I sent all this to you has read Mia for filth like you come after my baby (gasps) really so it's not even
1: mom on
0: it's really it's not even it's like the mother her mother has come after Mia of like you and Let me tell you something. Mia clapped back. Oh, no, no. Miss Osefo senior ain't just. nope. she is not backing down. She's like really little girl. And I am paraphrasing, but it's between Wendy's mother and Mia. And I don't know. Potomac is is bringing it. It's It's bringing it way more than I mean, Salt Lake. It's bringing it way more than the OC did, way more than Atlanta did this year. Potomac is, listen. If Beverly Hills is the gold standard and Jersey is second, I think Potomac is third. That's I kind of my gut, my gut of how it's playing out in this current I would, crop.
1: And fourth for me is um, Salt Lake. And fifth for me is Atlanta. And sixth for me is um, OC. And then, you know, New York is in the toilet until they show me something different.
0: You want to see Legacy? Listen, Lou, I'll, oh God, I got stuff to talk about. I got secret, secret information about Legacy the next time we, honestly, I do. I got a call, about. I have, I have a major, I, I can't do it now. We have to go. I have a major go. legacy update, which is like, it might be announced by the time everyone hears this, but there's stuff brewing. I, I, I got to take back what I said about filming the whole show. And then they're going to find out legacy is, is it's popping guys. I got stuff to say. So next time follow Sarah Fraser and David Yontef. Love, Love you. And we'll talk soon. Bye David. Bye.